talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Bag of bad champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. This so void in the middle. Now you really iffy Every Sunday showing boys how they really gritty They try to shuffle up the game on us but they ain't icky Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it Never know what's gonna happen when Joe drop back He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts And came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail I dare you come across that middle, Von gon' ring your bell I know we under they skin, them boys built frail Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend Right behind them Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins Jesse Bates in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was cause that's the losing weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it out to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my faith and money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. What do we say, dog? They gotta play us! That's right, y'all. What's going on? They gotta play us! What's going on there? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Ice Man, Jeff Trenopol. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of the AFC North champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Don't do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,273 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button, hit the bell for notification. Every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, also exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So if you got something for a very special guest, TikTok Tyler, give me a super chat. You want to ask stuff about FC because he well, knows way more about FC than I do. Ask him. If you want to talk about the Joe Nixon contract, Ask him. If you want to ask him about CES coming up, ask him. Just ask Tyler everything. You know, I'm just here as the host, you know. Anyway, I appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down here is the Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know, see, I'm wearing it today. I got a new shirt. Got a new hat. I'm on unveil tomorrow. But we got Jackpot Joey Nine. So if you want any of the shirts, the banners, the hats, we got the beer coming out soon. You can't get that at jackpotjoey9.com. That's at Brink Brewery. That's coming out here about two or three weeks. Everything else, 
at jackpotjoey9.com. Portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Fund. So what's up to everybody in the chat? Chat, stranger, you're first. Darth, what's going on? Matt's there. Jolly, what's up? Edward, you want to know who it is, uh, The who the rapper is for the song. It is YB Assad is his name. So you can go find him on uh, uh, YouTube. I'm trying to get him to make a Reds rap. Uh, he said it was a good idea. And I, no, I can't make music, so probably takes a little while to write it and do all these other things, you know, but hopefully he'll make one. But anyway, let's uh, get to uh, that's that's who the uh, uh, rapper is. I'll get my words together here. Anyway, we got a lot of stuff. I plan on just talking about FC Cincinnati as I got Tyler on, but you know, Tyler, Tyler's a big Bengals fan too. He, he's at the Bengal, uh, Bengal counseling. So, of course, Joe Mixon decides to finally sign his contract or they announce it or whatever. Hopefully that means Joe Burrow soon. Chase, who knows? So we got a lot to talk about. We got, we got Joe Mixon. We got CES. And yes, we are going to talk about FC Cincinnati, but let's first get to TikTok. Tyler. Tyler, what's going on, brother? Hey, how we doing, man? Good, good. I'm I'm excited to, to have you on. It's been a little while. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, man, I, I, I can't remember the last time I've been on here. It's probably been probably been at least a year. It's been a little while. I, our, our it's at least been football season. Yeah, our schedules don't always line up and stuff. And, and I, I, like I kept wanting to get you on, and I'm like, hell, I want to talk about FC since I and I don't know a damn thing about it. So I was going to bring you on for it. But Wait, first, dude, yeah. dude, you, you've been ringing in so many guests here. The the fact that you even want me on here anymore is is uh, is an honor. So oh, hey, uh, you've been you've been kicking some ass here, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But let's get to. The Bengals news of the weekend. Joe Mixon finally had his restructure of his contract. Now, we all figured it was going to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, I know me and Dale talked about this a lot on my show and a lot of Bengals brews that we did not think he's going to get cut because they would have done it already. Um, but they finally uh, signed him. Uh, he, he was originally due $12.8 million as part of his four-year extension that he signed uh, in 2020. Now, he's going to get 5.5 per year with an additional $2 million available in incentives. Well, now for 2024 earnings, could almost be 4.7 per Ian Rappaport. Now, you and me talked a little bit about this off-air. Mm-hmm. And I love the line you dropped. Why don't you just drop that line? I thought that was pretty good. Oh, shoot. What, oh, what did I say now? Castellini. Oh, I said... Uh, yeah, so we, we just talked a little bit backstage and... Uh, you know, again, to, to uh, before I say this, I, I I want this. I don't want this to come across as a shot at at, at Nixon or anything. It's not, a, but, it's not a shot at anybody. It's just a good line, I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but just just to clarify, because I, I don't want anything to be taken out of context. Right, but right. you know, in Joe's case, uh, you know, it's like where are you going to go? You know, for what what he's trying to accomplish, and you know, what he said in his comments was, you know, I want to win a championship, and uh, yeah, at this point. What championship team is is looking for a running back at this point? I, I love Joe. I love what he does for Absolutely. us on the field. Uh, just you know, championship caliber teams that are currently out there. I, I don't think anybody's looking for a running back right now, and, and not to pay him what what the Bengals owed him. Exactly. You know, he exactly. Went, he wasn't either way. Joe went. He wasn't getting the contract. Unfortunately, that he signed, he wasn't going to get that. I mean, poison case in point. If I could talk, uh, Zeke Elliott. Kareem Hunt, uh, Dalvin Cook, you know, all these guys are just as good as Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon's better. I'm you know, a little biased, but they're not getting, they're not even signed yet. So Mixon, right. he's getting, I don't want to say he's toward the end of his career. He's in the middle of it, but I mean, running backs 
Unfortunately, Amorton most times don't have very long careers. I love Joe Mixon. I'm glad he's back. And I think it's a good sign for the Bengals. And there's part some of the reports is the Bengals gave more money than they actually had to, which that's that's just good on the Bengals. And nice. hopefully jackpot's getting signed soon. T's getting signed <laughs> soon. I don't know. What, what, what do you think? Hey, uh, bank, you know, uh, Lindsey Patterson tweeted this out the other day, and it's it's uh, Katie Blackburn does not get enough get enough credit or praise that she deserves for all the contracts that she handles, she negotiates, and she she does a phenomenal job. And you can say whatever you want about the Bengals, but they're never a team that finds themselves in uh, cap cap casualty hell or whatever. So nope. uh, the Bengals are always forward thinkers. Uh, some Which may is not funny, always think. Funny to say, we would have never said that five years ago, <laughs> ever. <laughs> hey, but I, I mean, there, there's always a plan in place. I, it's whatever happens out in the field happens out in the field. But they're they're putting the pieces out there for this team to be successful, not only this season, but a long term success. They're they're not. They don't want to be a one year wonder. They right. want continued success. I mean, obviously we. Uh, we're planning on having Joe here for the next 10 to 15 years. We want to have pieces around him to keep Joe happy, keep Joe successful, obviously keep the team successful and, you know, keep this core together. So uh, the fact that Mixon was able to take that pay cut with us is, uh, is a good sign because I, I didn't want this to turn into bad blood between Mixon and the front office. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe's, uh, mixing that is he's obviously a team player on this I mean you, you could see that you, you've seen it where you know uh, what game was that it was Atlanta in 2018 when AJ Green scores that game-winning touchdown uh, as time expires Mixon's the first one down uh, down the field to celebrate with AJ he's got ice on his knee but he's running down to <laughs> AJ and say what you, whatever you want to say about Joe Mixon you cannot say he's a bad teammate because that dude is that dude is Bengals first. Oh, exactly. I, I remember the long run he had in uh, Detroit in 2021 where Jamar Chase was out there blocking yeah. in front of him, and he heard it afterwards. Oh, he's mic'd up. He kept going, that's all him. That Jamar, <laughs> Chase, Jamar Chase was out in front, lead blocking for him all the way down the field, and mixes, you know, he, he's like, that's that's Chase. That's Chase's yep. touchdown. He goes, I crossed the line, but that's his touchdown. I'm not getting there without him. And that's, that's the kind of guy's – kind of teammates that the Bengals are trying to keep here. And I, I think they do such a better job than they used to do. Like I'm going to have Corey Dillon on, on the show tomorrow and we can talk about how he left and all that stuff. But I mean, like, like you're saying, you just said the Bengals are forward thinkers. Mm -hmm. that, 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 that's all Katie. That's Elizabeth. That's, that's, that's Zach. That's finally, that's Duke Tobin. That's finally these people getting in charge and, and getting into Mike Brown's head to finally change his ways, you know, understand what he had to do. I, However it happened, I thank God every day that it happened because <laughs> we wouldn't have this team that we have right now. We'd be stuck, you know, like we were, you know, Marvin Lewis years or before that in the in the in the nineties, which was awful. So yeah, all, all the praise and everything goes to Katie and the and all the Blackburn sisters and, and Duke Tobin for sure. Absolutely, and I, I will say this, you know, I, I know people like to get on Mike Brown about stuff, but I. I think Mike just tried to be a little bit too much. Uh, he tried to run the Bengals a little bit too much like Paul did, and yeah. he, he just didn't adapt with the times. And uh, unfortunately, that that led to the the 90s, and you can say what you want about it, but 
Um, I, everybody has their own philosophy on how to how to do things, and you, you could ask all sixty five thousand that show up on Sunday, and you can get sixty five thousand different answers. So exactly. Uh, exactly. it is what it is. We we survived the nineties. Uh, we're we're in good wait, times wait, right were now. Were you even alive during the nineties? Like uh, like what were you? I doing? was born in ninety one. I grew up with that man. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I was in my high school adult years. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it any better or not, but oh my God, those, those, those days are, oh my goodness. Because yeah. I'll, I'll probably, I don't want to, I'm going to tell this story anyway. I'll probably tell it tomorrow. It's cool. <laughs> I, I still remember when the first year I got married in 1997, my wife and watched my wife's from Florida. We lived in Florida for the first year and a half. So, and the bank was stunk, you know, and, and I remember uh, Boomer Size and he was on, I think Jim Rome's show or something, talking about this guy named Corey Dillon. How this this guy's gonna be a good running back. Well, uh, well, Bengals were never on TV. I could never watch it. Thursday night NFL against the Houston Oilers, which that's gonna date how long it was because Houston the Oilers are well the Oilers are actually in Tennessee now. Anyway, I don't need to get all that. Yeah. They're playing Houston <laughs> Oilers. Corey Dillon goes off, and that's when he gets the uh, rookie uh, rushing record for that game. It goes off, and I'm like, oh, my wife going, this is the Bengals. Like this is awesome. Like we got Boomer coming back next year. We're gonna have Corey, and then uh, I went to crap because then Mike Brown told Boomer to go. Uh, be a Monday Night Football booth, but that's that's kind of how the nineties were. It's like the end of the season, like, all right, we're going to be good next year. Then next year came around, it's like, damn it, no, we're not. <laughs> but that's what's so cool. I, that's why I always tell everybody to enjoy what we have, and guys like Mixon are worth keeping. Those are the 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 people that you know, like Zach Taylor said when we first got here. He wants to get the right people in the room. Joe Mixon is the right guy, and you need to keep him in that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he is. I, I, I will. I will always be appreciative of, of what Mixon has been able to do for the Bengals in good times and bad. And uh, you know, like Tyler Boyd and uh, some of these other guys that were here towards towards the end of the Marvin Lewis era. You know, they they could have you know told us to screw off, and they could have went somewhere else and tried to chase success. But they they stuck it through, and it, it's paying off for them. And that's you know, like when I'm when I'm at the stadium on Sundays or just watching the game on Sundays. That, that's like one thing that's always in the back of my mind. Like, you know, thank all, thank you to these guys for sticking it out. Like they, right. they could have easily just picked up and left, but uh, you know, that they're, they're, they're finally seeing the success that they wanted to have and they're, they're doing it with the Bengals. So that's, that's even better. It is awesome. Now, if everybody, people who don't know who you are, which I think pretty much everyone watching my show knows who you are, but tell everybody, you know, about your, about your, how you got started on your TikTok. You're also doing uh, so, some, some betting stuff for, for, I think, are you still doing it for uh bet Fred? Yeah. So uh, writing too. I saw, I saw an article you wrote too. Oh, did I just meet myself? No, nope, you're still there. Okay, good. I, I just sort of beat in my earbuds. So I was yeah. like, Oh, what did I do here? So, uh <laughs> Yeah, so like I, I have fallen a little bit off your uh, uh, content uh, creation here for the last uh, couple months. It's it's been a rough off season. We we won't get into that, but uh, yeah. So I, I I started this back in 2021, uh, the off season going into uh, the 2021 season. Uh, you know, I, I I I spent most of 2020 watching people like Scooter Magruder from the Cowboys, Sir Yacht from the Browns. Uh, Commissioner Yaz doing her pep talks, and you know, it's like all these people are doing awesome content for different teams. And I found myself like uh, watching the Cowboys a little bit just because of Scooter. And I was like, man, I don't even care about the Cowboys, but I love his content so much that now I'm kind of invested with the Cowboys a little bit. And I was like, nobody's doing that with the Bengals. And I was like, I want to be that person that makes. Joe Schmo on the West Coast care about the Bengals 
just because they enjoy my content or, right. you know, just anybody that just, uh, just to see our fan base in a different perspective as well. So that, that's kind of how I got started a little bit is just a little bit of 2020 boredom. And I thought it up then and I was, I was just like, ah, whatever. And then finally in 2021, I was like, let's just, let's just do it. Let's have fun. If I can make one person laugh, awesome. If it gets bigger than that, even cooler. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just all for fun. And I, I, people have really taken to it. So I've, uh, I've tried to keep it going. I, I don't know how much longer I'll keep it, keep doing it. But uh, I guess as long as people keep enjoying it, I'll, I'll keep pushing out content. Now, how many times do you get asked to person to uh, do your person impersonation of Phil? <laughs> I, I don't get too many uh, uh, t- too many of those questions, but I know like when I'm walking through the stadium on Sundays, people are like, "Where's Phil at?" And I was like, "We're leaving him home today. We don't we don't need that. Uh, don't need any any negative energy here at the stadium." So, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I get I get plenty of those. <laughs> uh, somebody's asking, "What what is the uh, TikTok account to, so they can go follow it?" Yeah, uh, so TikTok account is Ivomania411. That's I V O M A N I A 411. So you can also find me on YouTube and Instagram under the same uh, same handles as well. And then um, my Twitter account is uh, Tyler Minerding. So um, yeah. There you go. Now, uh, Darth is, is shocked here. He goes, Phil, I mean, Tyler is starting to <laughs> right now. You you did do an article about FC, right? Yeah. Uh, so I did a I did a write up on last Wednesday's uh, game against the New York Red Bulls. Uh, I I've thought about getting into into writing a little bit. Uh, I know people kind of probably view me more as the clown that dresses up in a poncho and in, in, in my basement and shoots silly videos. But uh, I kind of wanted to try on a try on a different hat here and uh, get into writing a little bit. I I, I did talk to. Uh, uh, Malik Wright uh, last year a little bit. I was I was kind of close to getting in on uh, the Wright Sporting Network uh, over there, but uh, last year was a little chaotic. Getting married, getting a new job, moving. Uh, unfortunately, time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. All that happened like all the all at that time. It's like I I, I don't want to disappoint Malik, and I don't know if I have, I don't know if I have enough time for all this right now. So things have uh, slowed down a little bit this year. So uh, we're gonna shoot my shot here a little bit give it a try it's uh again nothing nothing too serious just for fun and just trying to throw a different perspective on things exactly exactly now we are going to get the fc Cincinnati, but i want to get into uh ces for the Cincinnati Reds. finally got brought up <laughs> i think it's a, about a, a month too late um kevin newman is the one that went on the injured list still have three catchers which still boggles my mind why we still have three catchers but we do um where are you at on just this weekend that happened? We unfortunately got swept by the freaking Brewers, which yeah, irritated man. the crap out of me, especially yesterday's <laughs> game. And now they brought CES up. Do you think it's more of a try to get a shot in the arm to the offense that has kind of went south? Um, where, where, where are you at on the on the Reds uh, as of right now? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, like you said, this weekend was a little disappointing, but, you know, uh, as we was talking backstage, I mean, the the offense has been red hot since the beginning of June. Uh, so, baseball's a long, long-ass season, 162 games, and you're, you're not going to be pedaled to the metal, you know, for, for the entire season. You're going to have dips, you're going to have highs, you're going to have lows. So, uh, unfortunately, the lows kind of came this weekend against a division – Rival that would. No, I mean, and the, you, uh, 
as much as we hate them, you gotta give the Brewers credit. They're a really good damn team. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, their their pitching staff did a phenomenal right. job. So, uh, yeah, uh, still a little burned about that one. It sucks, but uh, it, it's it's a minor setback, and hey, we got a lot of baseball to play. We're uh, one game back now, or two, uh, two, two back now, two games back. So, hey, that's uh, just gotta just gotta get back to things here. So. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully CES kind of uh, gives us a little bit of a jolt. Uh, another young, very talented baseball player. Uh, yeah, I, we saw what Ellie, uh, Ellie did for this team last month. Hopefully, it's another shot. Uh, and, you know, we got the trade deadline coming up as well. So, who knows what Nick Kroll is, is up to in his lab. So, knows. Uh, I know, I know, we're in good hands over there with that front office. So it, it's going to uh, be, it's going to be very interesting. I, I will, I will say it. And oh, I, like, I was telling you backstage, I'm like, dude, at the beginning of the year, I thought we we're going to lose 100 games. I did not think we we're going to be able to close. Now everybody got excited, which I mean, I'm not telling you don't get excited. Get excited. And for people who say, <laughs> well, don't you know, temper your expectations. Well, you, don't temper. You have fun with this, enjoy this, but don't get all pissed off because they lost because. We didn't expect them to be here anyway. I mean, just enjoy. Right. So, same thing I said in 2021 when the Bengals were doing what they were doing. Just enjoy this because you never know what's going to happen again. Now, I mean, I think the exactly. Bengals, yeah, the Bengals are set up to do it. You know, this year we're going to win the Super Bowl this year. I think the Reds are set up to be a, a contending ball club for uh, a couple, well, at least five year stretch here. Now, uh, this is the lineup for tonight, which I think is kind of interesting. I think David Bell is really trying to change stuff up. He's got Ellie leading off, TJ Friedel in center, uh, Matt McLean at shortstop. Rick Freely in right field, Jonathan Indy at second, Votto at first, Christian Incarnate, Nestor Strand, DH, Tyler Stevenson, Ketchin, Will Benson uh, is your left fielder, and then your starting pitcher, which he's not batting, but your starting pitcher is Brandon Williamson. Now, I find it interesting that he's got Ellie leading up because Ellie, I love Ellie. I, he's been the most exciting player. I call him the most electrifying man in baseball, but he hasn't done a whole lot since, uh, you know, he stole home. <laughs> You know, he stole second, <laughs> stole, stole third, stole home. He hasn't done a whole lot. This might be a thing to try to get him kickstarted, get you know, get something going going early. Um, I, I'm not. I don't always want him to lead off, but I right at this point, you got to try something because we're, we're offense is is, is uh, struggling a bit, a bit uh, too much right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, the over twelve weekend was uh, obviously not very good, but I, I mean, like we said, it's baseball is. It comes and goes in waves. So one week you're red hot, the next week uh, couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. So right. it's it, it's frustrating, but uh, you know I, I expect Ellie to bounce back. He's had the chance to watch him last year here in Dayton, and dude, just no matter where he goes, he finds success. So I, I have no doubts he'll he'll bounce back. It's just a matter of when. Exactly. Now Kevin here says pitching, 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 which I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing, but that wasn't the problem this weekend. We got pitching. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, yesterday ticked me off because our two best relievers gave it up. But other than that, we got really good pitching. I mean, that, that had yeah. that, and that wasn't the problem in Milwaukee. I mean, these these games were one run games. I mean, we got pitching. I mean, I, we could always get more pitching, but the problem oh, yeah. is the offense went sideways. <laughs> you know, I'll never, I'll never say we have enough pitching. But that, that's what's interesting to me. I mean, as like you said, what was the stat you 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 dropped earlier that we were we were averaging? Uh, our runs per game was it three three runs two game two runs per game. It it was uh, we scored two or more runs uh, every game uh, in June through mid July, 
with the exception of like three game, two or three games. It, it was something ridiculous like that. So we was we was averaging. Oh God, what was our average on that? I can't remember. But yeah, there lot. there was only there was only two or three games where we only had uh, one or, or zero or one or less runs. So yeah. I mean, we've been we've been spanking the ball six. out there. Yeah, most of it was five or six runs, and we and we kept coming back. So that's where I'm like, I agree with the Kevin. We need pitching. Always need pitching. But the more concerning thing for me is this offense. And because I got used to us grinding out of bats and, and you know getting singles and not striking out. We struck out a lot. That's the most I think we struck out all year. I don't know the numbers, but just by watching it, it's like, man, we can't hit nothing right now. And like you said, it's baseball. It goes up and down. The thing mm-hmm. is, they got to hurry up and quickly turn it around. And I, I guess I'm bringing this up because I hate when people keep saying that the Brewers got our number. It's kind of hard to argue with them now if they beat, beat us, you know, for the season series. But I don't know if they got our number or they just got us at the right time when our, our offense just went south. and Or they just have elite. I mean, Corbin Burns uh, is an elite ace. I mean, you got to give Man, credit he, to him. He's an all-star for him. He, he pitched lights out. Uh, what night was that? Uh, he was Friday night. Friday night. I Oh, that, watching that game was painful. <laughs> But hey, I mean, it, 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 you just gotta tip your hat. I mean, sometimes the guy is just—he is on it. I mean, yeah. well, it wasn't like our our uh, who who started or that wasn't Abbott. Oh, it was Ashcraft. Ashcraft, Ashcraft pitched good. I mean, it wasn't as dominating, but what we lose was that one one nothing or something was that that game. I can't remember. One of them was one. Yeah, nothing. yeah, it was that one. And, yeah, so. yeah. Because I was at the game, I was at the game Saturday, and, and yeah, first <laughs> first pitch of the game was a home run. I'm like, oh, that was <laughs> that was frustrating. Um, Abbott again. And that's the that's the one bad thing when you have rookies, which we have a lot of rookies, and they've all played great. <laughs> They're still rookies, and that's the thing that that's why I keep trying to tell you you have to remember this. We got five now, five now. CES is up. Five rookies that are big time part of this team. They've never done this. Sometimes it's a good thing they don't know what they don't know. Then other times. People show them why they should be doing this, and that's kind of what happened with the Brewers. You know, but it gets this young team where maybe they were, you know, gripping the bat a little bit too much, trying, trying too hard, trying to hit that three run homer, you know, on the first swing of the bat with a, you know, bases loaded, you know, three run homer, you know, tongue in cheek, they can't do that, but maybe <laughs> that's what they're trying to do. It's just, they got to get back to grinding out at bat at bats and getting back to what helped them win 12 in a row. And I think they kind of got away from that a little bit. Yeah. So you know, you know, you know, they're coming back from the All Star break as well. So maybe just uh, that little bro- little bit of a break kind of threw them off a little bit, and you know, maybe we'll see a different team tonight. Hopefully, we uh, get back to our scoring ways. And uh, damn, sweeping the Giants would be pretty. Oh, uh, uh, that that would be cool. I think that 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 make us forget last weekend pretty quick. <laughs> Real quick, yeah. <laughs> Brian here says uh, the Reds had 17 strikeouts on Friday. Yeah, they struck out oh. way too much. That's. That's yeah, that's yeah. just way too much. They, they, they can't have that. Now tell everybody. Uh, we talked about your your uh, your TikTok. Tell everybody about the morning proud because you had. I always say this tongue in cheek. Mostly just the tick pork chop and Dale. But my best friend Ted Karras <laughs> on your on your show a couple weeks ago. And by the way, he's. If you guys have or got anything, if you don't have any plans uh, this Friday, make sure. Or if you do have plans, change them and go here. <laughs> go to uh, Little Miami Brewery. Since he had's going to be there, Ted Karras is going to be out there. Four to nine, they're selling hats. Give it, you know, he'll be uh, Ted Karras to sign anything you want. He's an awesome dude. Go out there and support uh, his uh, cause with the hats. It's for I can't ever. I can you say his foundation's the uh, Marici? Oh. See, I can't ever say it. That's why I try to. <laughs> I 
I know it. I know I'm now I'm blanking on it. Yeah, I, I well, it's Marici um, Foundation. I just can't I can't yeah. say it exactly right. But make sure you got like 100 of when you buy these cents, you have 100 of it go goes to that to help help a good cause. But I will be there. And like I said, I started this because you had them on the morning prowl. If you guys don't watch Morning Proud, go make sure you check it out. So you got my girl Bridget on there. You got um, oh my God, I keep I can't think of the other girl. <laughs> Whitney on there. Oh, she's Whitney's gonna, gonna, kick Whitney's your gonna ass. kick my ass now. <laughs> Whitney's on there. My bad, Whit. I had a brain fart. We had Whitney on there. And you had Whitney, your two co-hosts. Oh Jesus, she's gonna kill me now. <laughs> but anyway, those are your two co-hosts. How did you get that started? Because I think you started that like in the middle of the season last year. Or was that right at the beginning of it? Uh, when did we we? We did start that uh, week one last year because okay. our, our first show was on a on a Saturday because I had my bachelor party that night. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I kind of again had a little too much time on my hands, uh, a little too much energy on Sunday mornings that uh, my wife doesn't always appreciate when I, <laughs> when she's getting ready for the game and she hadn't had her coffee yet. So why are you talking uh, so loud? <laughs> <laughs> why why are you listening to the Bengals fight song at nine a.m. <laughs> So I decided to uh, try to harness that energy in a different manner, uh, a little bit uh, different way that I can share with uh, other people. Uh, originally, it was just Whitney and I, and uh, you know, I, I got to uh, know Bridget a little bit more. I felt like she was a uh, a great addition to the uh, to, to the show, so we officially added her on. Oh, when was that? Early November, because uh, I was I was out on my uh, honeymoon with my wife after our wedding, and uh, Bridget filled in for me, and she did an absolute wonderful job. Uh, so we we tagged her on as our on a, as our third host, and uh, that's kind of how the trio began there. There you go. And so so what's how can people go follow the show and find it? The Morning Prowl. Yeah, uh, so you can find us on YouTube and Twitter, uh, both uh, under the Morning Prowl. So there you go. Um, easy there enough. You had you had a you had a late night prowl a couple weeks ago when you had Ted Karras on. Oh yeah, Brid, Bridget did a wonderful job hooking us up there. Uh, I I don't know how she got got all, uh, got us all hooked up with Ted there, but uh, yeah, I, absolutely uh, phenomenal having Ted on. Uh, such a such an easy dude to talk to. He's so just down to earth. Obviously, he's got the Cincy hat thing going on right now, which just is phenomenal what he's doing, and that that's been a huge success. So. Uh, I believe he said uh, he only wanted to do this for his teammates, and he saw how much interest there was from the fans. And he's like, "Well, I guess I'll try opening it up." And uh, yeah, he's, he's been kicking ass and taking it, taking names with that ever since. Yeah, I mean, if you guys, so if you guys want the red Cincy hat or the white and red, the red and white Cincy hat or the white and red Cincy hat, they are going very fast. So go to thecincyhat.com and make sure you check that out. Yeah, there you go. They also got the the uh, FC Cincinnati one. They got the black and orange. They got all kinds of stuff there. So make sure you guys go check that out. I'm not wearing wearing my Cincinnati. It's, it's upstairs, but I said that was autographs. I try not to wear it too much. I don't have to go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get some more here. All right, so half hour into this, and I first reached out to Tyler. I said, I really want to talk about FC Cincinnati. I really don't know a whole lot about soccer. I mean, my kids did play it, but they didn't play it a whole lot. So I know a little bit about the rule just to kind of get dangerous. Um, and it's pretty much blown up this year. I mean, I, I know uh, Porkchop and Greg and a lot of those guys uh, have went, Satori went there and, and uh, Kieran, they all went to a game. They're going to do it again here uh, soon. Awesome. You have season tickets, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So you are a, a Cincinnati fan. How, uh, FC fan. How long have you had your season tickets? 
oh, uh, what year was that? 20, 2018 was the first year I had season tickets. So, uh, yeah, I, w- I was never, never a soccer person. I was probably like your stereotypical American, like soccer, that's that stupid European sport. I want nothing to do with it. Uh, but when the Bengals uh, went to London in 2016 uh, to play the Redskins, me and my brother, we went and toured Chelsea FC Stadium, and we're like, we just we just flew halfway around the world just to tour a stadium. Like we we got a we got a new soccer club that's just starting down the road uh, down I 75 from us. Like, let's go to a game, check it out, see what it's about. And uh, we went to one game in 2017, and I turned to my brothers like. I need season tickets. Season tickets to this. I I got hooked instantly. We did the support. We did the uh, the march to the stadium before the game, and it was it, the the atmosphere at soccer games is is absolutely amazing. It's definitely something different. Now explain explain the march to to people who don't know uh, where it starts at and, and what what time if they want to be a part of it. How do they become a part of it? And all yeah, that. Uh, absolutely. So uh, uh, the main. Uh, let me start over here. The north end of the stadium is uh, the supporter group section. It's also known as the Bailey. It's made yep. up of the different supporter groups, the Innenstadt, uh, the Pride, uh, Hangar 9 through 7. Um, who else we got in there? The Bridge. I'm missing somebody else in there. Uh, but there's supporter groups made up by the fans. They uh, they all have their own like uh, merchandise, scarves, hats, T-shirts. You name it, they probably have it. Uh, but each one of these supporter groups, they have their own bar that they start at before, or that they pregame at before they uh, before they match. Uh, and I can't even think uh, Dan and Stott starts it off, and I can't think of the name of the bar off the top of my head. But uh, oh, I know, they mark. Oh, I know down there's the pitch. That's the one like right across the, street. That's the only bar I know <laughs> so, down there. So so they got a route. They got a route. It starts on the. Uh, it starts north of the stadium, makes its way south to Washington Park, and then it works its way over to the stadium. They uh, go by each bar that each supporter group's at. They pick them up, and the march just keeps growing and growing as it gets closer to the stadium. They got their drums going. They got smoke uh, smoke players going off. It is it, it, it's an experience. You, you got to try it at least once. Um, that's why I keep telling everybody when I, when I'm trying to get to go to an FCC game, it's like it just takes one, and you get hooked. And I have I have not had anybody disappointed yet. I highly encourage you to anybody that's watching to to give FCC a shot. Uh, obviously, the games are a lot of fun this year because they're winning. We had some down years in there, but uh, man, they got they got a lot of nice pieces in there. They got a new GM. Uh, well, it's his. Uh, third year with us now, uh, second year head coach with FCC, Pat Newton, uh, and man, some of these guys on this roster. It's it, it's a good time to be an FCC. It's just it's a good time to be a Cincinnati fan in oh, general because general. everybody's doing so good. Now, now FC is actually like setting records. I mean, for for most yeah. wins. I mean, they, they up until I think a week or so ago, they only lost one game. I think they've lost two now or tied. Am yeah. I correct on that? So it's two losses on the whole season right now. Two losses, two losses on the season, uh, both on the road. The one for St. Louis, uh, uh, that was a weird night. They, they, the game got delayed because of a tornado, and it was like two hours late. I didn't even see kickoff for that one because it started so late. Uh, and then a couple weeks ago against DC United, which you know we we was missing a lot of key pieces, uh, a couple injuries in there. And, Kind of stacked up pretty quick, and uh, they came out a little bit flat, and unfortunately lost that game. But hey, uh, what are what we got now? Twelve home games and uh, eleven wins with only one draw. So 
So it's how a, long? It's a party, party at TQL Stadium every Saturday night. There you go. Now th- this just shows my my <laughs> ignorance. How long does when's the season start and how long does it last? I don't even know that. <laughs> uh, so we started in late March this year. So we had a little bit of a cold <laughs> cold home opener this year, and then it, it'll run through. Uh, uh, does it touch November? It's at least late October. I can't remember. Uh, but the regular season ends at the end of September, I believe. Can't remember when that last game is okay. off the top of my head. So how, how, yeah, how, it, many, it, how many regular season games do they play? 17 regular home season games. Uh, there's a couple uh, tournaments in there as well. You got the U.S. Open Cup, so you can pick up a couple extra games. And they have this new tournament this year, uh, which is – Oh, I'm blanking on the name of it, uh, but it's a uh, tournament between uh, the MLS and Mexico's La Liga. So uh, that'll be interesting. We'll get to see a couple new faces here in Cincinnati, and uh, that kicks off next Sunday. We got Kansas City the first game, so hopefully we can beat them. Uh, and then we got uh, uh, two teams from Mexico that will uh, uh, come up here. I think it's Guadalajara and uh, who is the other one? I'm blanking on the other one at this time, but <laughs> – that's why I know. Uh, I, know. Yeah. I went to. Um, it wasn't a. It wasn't a goal. Oh, it was. What did I go to? I went to the, the only game. It was. It was FC, but it was versus a lower team in Louisville. I think it was. Oh, okay, probably uh, Louisville uh, City. I think that's what they I, are. I I can't remember. Um, but yeah, we we watched me and my son are watching it, and you could tell the difference between the. Guys who aren't as good and the superstars. It finally got to the point where I felt like FC was just like, all right, screw this. We're going to put our new guys in and go kick their ass, which is pretty much what they did for like the last uh, 15 minutes of the game, which I can't ever tell when the game's over because it counts up and then they add time to whatever the ref decides, which still I think is weird. But anyway, but once those guys came on there, people who were FC fans, like, oh, all right, now we're going to win. I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. And it, I mean, it was, it was big bang boom and the, the balls in the back of the net are going, Holy crap, they're actually really good. I mean, I'm like, I'm gonna have to actually go. My son goes, We're actually gonna have to come here and watch a real game. I said, I know what he's saying. We're gonna have to do that. And sadly, we need to go go find one of these bars and and, and follow, uh, do, do the marching too. That, that sounds like a, a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, if you check out, uh, I think the uh, Twitter page is uh, the incline, which is like all the supporter groups together. Okay. It's kind of how they all organize. They'll give you uh, – there's a map on there for the the March route. So uh, if you want to know all the bars and where each supporter group goes, uh, check out the incline. They'll, uh, they'll hook you up. Oh, that's cool. Cool, cool. And, the, uh, you know, as I said, the uh, the, the uh, fans for FCC are phenomenal. Like I've, I've seen so many new FCC fans this year, and anytime that anybody posts anything on Twitter – uh, I've seen multiple FCC fans reach out and be like, "Hey, you know, do you want any any uh, help with your first game day experience?" Like everybody's just trying to like maximize your first game day experience because it's it's easy to get hooked on, and if if you do everything right, it's uh, you, you just want to get more and more involved with the with well, what the supporter groups, the team, uh, just in general. Well, it's also a hell of a nice stadium too. Uh, Port, oh yeah, Port Job wants to know: Are your tickets in the Bailey? Uh, no, we're we're really close to the Bailey. Uh, so we're like this. It's uh, on the north end. Uh, so when you're looking at the Bailey, we're in the corner, uh, right up against the Bailey. So how does the Bailey work? Because they stand the whole game, right? Yes. There, yes. there are no it seats is. there. They're just. They uh they they have the option to uh 
uh, they got some benches in there that they can lower down, but for SEC games, they they raise them up and uh, uh, tighten them so you can't bring them down. But yeah, it's uh, those guys. They're they're in there standing for ninety minutes, uh, nonstop music, nonstop uh, cheering the entire way through. Win or lose, uh, doesn't matter. They are, they are going hard the entire game. Now, do you if you buy a ticket for the Bailey, is it that you first come first serve, or you actually have a all right? This is your spot. This is where you're 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 standing the whole game. That's uh that's all general mission in there. So it's okay. first come first serve, and uh yeah, find find you someone to save your spot when you're making a beer run. <laughs> I got that's that's good to know because because that, that that'd be very important. Like I got all the beer going. Ah, oh, damn it! I gotta find a seat. <laughs> you know, Everybody, everybody's pretty good. Everybody's pretty good. If you if you uh, just like nudge your neighbor on the shoulder or something, just like, hey, can you uh, watch my spot for me? There's well, especially if you're one making the beer run, bringing beer back for everybody. I think people probably keep your spot. That that's probably a good. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'll run, I'll run, but I, you know, you gotta save my spot. You know, so <laughs> that's that's the way that works. Uh, poor chap says I was in two twelve last match. I don't know where that is. I think that's. Uh, I believe that it was like. Uh, the section behind me in the upper bowl. Okay, and I think I think I saw those pictures. It, it looked like a great spot up there. I, I don't think there's a bad spot in that stadium. No, that stadium. Like, only, I've only been there once, and and the game we were in, I tried to walk around, but they had it roped mm-hmm. off, so I, I couldn't. I could only stand one side. Oh, okay, yeah. of the stadium, so I get to walk around the whole thing. But yeah, it's it's really it's really nice to see. I don't think there's a bad seat. In there, mm-hmm. I mean, they yeah, obviously the closer you are, might be a little better. But I mean, up top, that's where we sat. You can see everything. I mean, it was it was fine. So I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, I think I would enjoy it more if I actually went to a real FC game. And like I said, <laughs> hopefully I'll get to do that sometime sometime soon. Um, I like to get that done this year, but I, we'll see. I mean, there's like everybody keeps inviting me to stuff, and I'm like, man, I don't have like I don't have I I got money, but I ain't got that much money. <laughs> like, I can't go to everything. I want to. The- those tickets have really shot up this year too. So yeah, I'm like somebody said, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like seventy bucks. I'm like, for one ticket? And this is coming from a Bengals, Bengals season ticket holder. So I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> it, I'll pay for. I guess you pay for what you want to pay for. If you really want to go, you should pay for it. But I really do want to go. Just, just don't look at those uh, those tickets for the Inter Miami game when Messi comes here. This oh, are, uh, dude, yeah, let's talk about that. I'm glad you brought that up because I I thought he was coming here and now now Messi is. I even know who he is. <laughs> so, <laughs> I tell you, I mean, I, I know the name. I know who, who he is. One of the best soccer players, or she was say football players uh, around. <laughs> what? How nuts is that going to be to see? Do you? Have, well, you have season tickets, so you're, you're going to be at that game, right? Yeah, yeah. I how was. Nuts is uh, going to be to see that guy in Cincinnati. Uh, I hope we beat him. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I care. Once he lines up in Cincinnati, he's just another face to me. Uh, but no, that that's going to be that's going to be awesome to, you know, see one of the greatest players all time, right. uh, you know, live here in Cincinnati. So uh, no, that, that that's going to be something I, he's going to do, you know, hopefully he does wonders for the MLS because I know a lot of, you know, a lot of European people, uh, a lot of European countries kind of uh, turn their nose up a little bit at the MLS calling it a retirement home. <laughs> uh, but hopefully this kind of helps, uh uh, expand on the, uh, on the on the MLS brand across the world here a little bit. I, I think it will just with how much we've seen uh, Inter Miami's follow and grow on Instagram, on Twitter, and all these social media pages. So it's already done numbers for them. They they've brought it. Inter Miami is uh, they're struggling this year, but they 
obviously made some huge moves here, getting Messi and another one of his teammates from uh, uh, from Barcelona. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what. Oh, what go ahead. I was saying, is it interesting that he chose to come to uh, FC Miami because I heard he got offered way more money to go over to like the Saudi or something. They're 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 trying to start a league over there. I, yeah, I interesting. He decided to come to the states instead of over there. With he could, I don't know, they're offering like a half a billion dollars or something. Like <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was something crazy. The the amount of money that he could have got for, uh, in Saudi Arabia was absolutely right. insane. But I, I think uh, the, from the reports I I read, it sounded like uh, that team that was offering him that money was going to have to offload some of their players. And uh, I think I heard something about pay cuts for some of the players. And he's like, I don't want anything to do with that. So um, <laughs> like, yay, we got you, but we have no team. So here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yay! Like, yeah. So, but it, it is. I think it's a good good. I think he's not that old. I mean, he's older, but he's not that old. Is he still – is he in his uh, middle 30s maybe? I think mid-30s maybe. Yeah, so, I mean, he's not – right, retirement home, yada, yada, yada. He's still a pretty damn good player. I mean, he's still yeah, probably the best he, player I mean, in the world. He just won the World Cup, so I mean, yeah. he's still he's still doing all right. Yeah, it's, it's going to be definitely uh, really interesting to see what impact he makes just on the league itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I And it's – Good that he went to, I think, Miami, one of the – I kind of – I always think of it like this. This actually just hit me when I was just talking about it. But it's kind of – back in 1988, uh, Wayne Gretzky got traded from the Edmonton Oilers to the Los Angeles Kings. That changed hockey. That helped hockey yeah. become more – well, well spread across the United States, I'll tell you that, because because now we got teams in Florida. We got a couple more teams in California. We didn't have any of that stuff in, in, in 88. That's kind of what I think Messi's doing by going to Miami, or at least has a chance of doing that as far as growing mm-hmm. the sport of soccer. And I don't know. Like I said, that just crossed my mind while, while we're sitting here talking. But is, is that a pretty good analogy, you think? I feel like it. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like soccer has been growing here in the U.S. Uh, at a pretty steady pace. Uh, and this basically just – threw gas on that fire. And I, I think it's, it's really going to take off for the MLS here. So uh, yeah, I, I, I think this is, this is just going to uh, just ramp up their growth here uh, quite a bit. So exactly. excited to see where it takes the league. Me too. Me too. It'll be interesting. Now I do want to roll back to the actual team here in Cincinnati. And this is the, 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 one of the greatest seasons that they've had ever in MLS Obviously, the greatest season. Excellent. It is their best season. They they yeah. just passed it with uh with the win on Saturday. So there you go. Now, what changed for this team? Why why did it swing? Because uh, FC Cincinnati wasn't that good. Not swung all the way over to where one of the one of the worst. We got we were excited last year that we made the playoffs and we and we won our first. Oh, did we win our first playoff game? Yeah, we won one. Yes. Yeah. yeah then we got beat by Philly. So, see, see, I know a little bit. I know a little bit. We lost <laughs> Philly. I remember that. So we won our first playoff game. That was cool. And then it swung all the other way this year to where you know the best team in the MLS. What what changed that? Did they get a whole bunch of players? Did they just get better coaching? But it's that same coach. What, what changed that in your opinion? Yeah. So uh, first off, going back to like when we when we first made this the jump from USL to uh, MLS, it was the shortest uh, turnaround period for a MLS club you know, to start. So we, we kind of, yeah, I, 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 they had the exact days on there or something like that. 
but it was a, it was the shortest period from expansion announcement to actual kickoff for any MLS team ever. Um, so it made a couple mistakes early on, uh, had a little bit of a uh, revolving door at head coach. Uh, our initial coach, Alan Koch, uh, he got canned uh, mid-first uh, season. You know, he, he won us the USL regular season uh, in, in 2018, uh, made it through halfway of uh, 2019. Uh, then we went to Ron Young's, uh, which uh, there's an incident there uh, between him and some players. He got canned. And then we brought on Yap Stum, uh, which his – system did not really pay out for uh uh pay, or it didn't work out very well in the mls uh and then the gm uh the 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 money structure in the mls is is absolutely weird you got things like gam tam i have no idea what these mean it's general <laughs> allocation it, it's like general allocation money uh that's gam i can't think of what tam stands for Okay. I don't under I don't understand the system yet, but we brought in uh, we brought in this GM from another country. He I don't think he fully understood like what this whole money system is, and I, I'm not I'm not like dogging him or anything, but uh, it's a complicated system. So, right, sounds like it. Uh, so in mid 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 twenty twenty one mid twenty twenty one, we hired. Uh, Chris Albright from Philadelphia. He was an assistant GM there, which the Philadelphia Union have been very successful over the last couple seasons. Right. Uh, uh, Albright brought over Pat Noonan, who was an assistant coach with the Union, and you could you could see a difference for like how untrained how untrained I am with soccer. Like there was there was like no purpose in our movement when Yafstan was our coach. Uh, and when when Noonan came in, it was like, okay, I can see a huge difference here. Like we are moving the ball with purpose. Uh, there was a there was a good portion of this roster that was still here. You had guys like Lucho Acosta, who is uh, he played with Wayne Rooney. He was linked to PSG Paris at one point. Uh, Matt Miazga, they brought him in. He was mm-hmm. he's on the uh, U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, we brought in Brandon Vasquez, who had 20 plus goals last season. Uh, he's really taken off under Noonan. Uh, like the the pieces were there, it just kind of came down to a little bit of coaching. I had to add a few more pieces. Right. Uh, goal, goalkeeping was a little bit rough. We drafted uh, Roman Celentano out of Indiana University. He started uh, a couple games in the last season after uh, our uh, free agent signing got hurt, and man, he's he's been something else for us he he already has the club record for clean sheets so yeah well, it's kind of kind of like i, I could compare a, a a soccer goalie to the same as a hockey goalie you got to have a good goalie or you ain't got no shot yeah yeah I mean, that's a key you, you can't score seven goals every game uh and try to be successful so roman roman has really helped out there they've they've made some key additions to that back line to help out him so it's it's just all coming together. Albright and uh, Noonan have done wonders for this team, and uh, yeah, like like we said, they're they're breaking all sorts of records right right now. That they was the uh, fastest team to fifty points in a season. Uh, we're, we're sitting at fifty one points right now. We had forty eight last year, which was a club record up until Saturday. So. Forty eight was for the whole season last year. We have fifty already. Yeah. Wow. We have fifty one already. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, no, we're at fifty. 
Oh, we're, we're, it's 50 or 51 now. I'm, I'm questioning. Either way. But, yeah, we, we still have 12 games left in the regular season. So now how, how do they uh, do this? Is it, is, it, is it all by points or is it by games, how, how they determine who's in first place? Sounds like points kind of, kind of close to similar to hockey. Yeah, uh, so it, it's points. Uh, I, uh, I can't think of what it does for hockey. I think it's three and one. Three for wins, mm-hmm. one, yeah. for, one for tie. Ties. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what it is in, uh, soccer as well. Three points for a win, one point for a draw, nothing if you, if you lose, obviously. Right. So, um, yeah, they're, they're just cooking. It sounds like it. Now, um, how far out in front are they of the next closest team? Uh, we're eight points up on the revolution right now, which we swept them. So, or no, no, no. Did we draw and win with them? We got a draw and a win, but we, we took the series uh, for the regular season, so we have the tiebreaker with him at least as far as when it yeah when it comes. Yeah, to Kevin, hand. you're right. I know shootouts. I I know he said there's no ties on. Yeah, they had shootouts. You're right, but you still you get one point for a shootout anyway. Um, so yeah, it's 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 interesting. Now, one thing are they like so far up front? Are we going to have to worry about like we had this with you know, baseball or football teams, like, you know, they're so far up front, you know, oh, do we need to rest guys? Do we need to, you know, just kind of take it easy to get ready for, for the playoff run here? Is that what they do with soccer or, or are they just balls to the wall? Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been in this situation with the team yet. I don't know. Um, I, I would imagine they'd, they'd probably try to work in some of the uh, uh, younger guys and some of the backups. Um, you know, we got, we got some kids on here that are, uh, 18, 19 years old. So to get them some MLS experience when they can is is huge. So, now, and plus we 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 just brought in this uh, new striker, Aaron Bupenza, uh, to help beef up that uh, striking position. And uh, he's already got his first goal in less than twenty minutes of play with FCC. So that, that's that's pretty good. I'll take that. Yeah. Now, um, we had the was it was it the Gold Cup? Is that what was here? Uh, last yeah. last weekend. Where it went yeah. into a shootout, and uh, one of uh, the, one of the Cincinnati FC guys uh, actually got in, and he made he made some contributions to to tying that game up, right? Yeah. Uh, so Brandon Vasquez came in Vasquez. Uh, right off uh, right off the bench. They had a nice ball into the box. He had a header that put it in the back of the net. Uh, actually gave uh, the U.S. a one 0 lead uh, late in the game, and it felt like that was going to be the winner, and then. Uh, what happened there? It was a uh, they gave up a penalty. I think it was. Uh, I think that's how Canada tied it up, or maybe they just uh, they tied it up in uh, in regulation and sent it to overtime. But uh, yeah, uh, that game was that game was wild. And then uh, Canada took the lead late in uh, overtime and felt like they was going to win. Then we come back and tie it up and goes to PKs. And I, I tell you what, I, I felt like I was holding my breath there for. About I, know, I, I was following I on Twitter then because I'm like. Because I was following on Twitter, I'm like, "Where the hell is this game at?" So I was trying to find it, and I finally, I finally found it when it was on uh, the shootouts. It was on uh, Fox uh, FS1, and I, that's the one thing I have a hard time. I was like, "Where are these games at?" But everybody says it's all on Apple TV, which I have internet TV, so I can get it. But half the time, I can't get it with the sound on. It's just, it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> and this is the first year that they put every game on Apple TV or the MLS. Uh, season ticket or whatever they call it right yeah yeah is this something they think they're going to keep doing moving forward is is it becoming successful because for people like me who don't you know like fringe soccer fans you know Mm -hmm. you might not want to pay for apple tv you might not want to pay for the mls package because you're just getting into it 
to me, I'm like, why don't they put it out there so we all can watch it? So maybe it'll get fringe fans more involved in in, yeah. in, in the game. Yeah, I, the, I was so mixed on uh, the whole Apple deal when it first came out. I was I was a little bit salty about it. Uh, fortunately, as a season ticket holder, uh, we get uh, that subscription for free. But I mean, for half the season, I, I don't care because I'm at the stadium. Right, right. Uh, but but I mean, like for your casual fan or anybody that might be somewhat interested in the game, like how do you grab those people when you have you know your 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 block and your games behind a paywall? Mm-hmm. So, I think it's I, I I don't even want to speculate if it's been successful or not. Uh, the quality has been is definitely worth the money for you know for me because I, I do enjoy I do enjoy the sport. Uh, you know, last year we was watching road games on FCC's website and it was it was hazy. It would sometimes cut out and it, right. it was frustrating as hell. Sometimes they, they, they need to go back to Star sixty four. Just put it back on there. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and, uh, if, if you have a if you have some interest in it, uh, there's always uh, there's always watch parties going on at, at different supporter bars. Uh, SEC usually advertise where they have the watch parties at. Um, that, that's another chance to uh, check out the games. Yeah, I know they got one uh, that I've seen. That I want to go uh, check out. I can't think of the name of the bar, but it's over there in Covington, and it's all orange and orange and blue, and it's got FC all over <laughs> it, and. Uh, that's when I, I want to go check out something. I just haven't gotten around to it, but yeah, it's, it's going to be, I wish it was easier to watch because they are, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest when they weren't playing that good. I didn't really care. They're playing better. Call me Homer or call me a fair weather fan. It's soccer. I don't know a damn thing about it. So I'm interested <laughs> in watching. I wish they'd make it a little easier to watch it and see, see what's going on. But I mean, like you said earlier, this is a great time. To be a Cincinnati fan, I mean, we got the Absolutely. Bengals who are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Speaking into existence, it's going to happen. <laughs> we got the Reds who are on, our, are, are on a playoff run. We just uh, brought up CES. We got FC kicking ass. Cincinnati uh, Bearcats are going into the Big Twelve for the fir- first time, so they're finally into a a, a, a big time conference. Um, it's just a lot of good stuff happening in in the city of Cincinnati, and I'm here for it because I've been a lifelong Cincinnati fan and I love the city and I freaking love that my teams are, are good and a lot of fun to watch. Tyler, I appreciate you coming on again. Tell everybody about your TikTok channel. Tell about the morning proud. Tell them about the articles you're writing, wherever else they can find you, whatever else you want to pro before I let you go. Oh, good Lord. We got it. We got, you got another 30 minutes on here. Go for well, it, man. We, it's, it's YouTube. We got, we got all day. First of all, thanks again for having me back on here, man. It was, it was great being back. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Minerding. Uh, follow The Morning Prowl. Uh, that's our Twitter handle and our YouTube channel. You can also follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and uh, YouTube at Ivomania411. And then you can also find me on blogger.com uh, under TM Sports Hub, where I'm trying to get into a little bit more uh, writing. I uh, haven't been very consistent with it, but trying to get in the group of things and uh, hopefully you have some good content there coming for you guys. So awesome, man. Well, make sure you uh, guys go check out uh, Tyler, go follow him. Uh, I gotta go check out Phil. Cause you know, Phil's a little depressing sometimes. So yeah, make sure you, you cheer him up. If you, ever, if you ever see him, we got a week until training camp starts. Ooh. I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. Tyler, I appreciate you coming on, dude. We'll definitely have, let's, don't be a stranger. Let's, let's make it sooner than a year next time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. All right, brother. I'll see you. Take it easy. That's it. Yep, bye.
All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Yes, I, I know the pitch. I understand the pitch. That's not what I was talking about. There's one over in Covington. Like That's what I said. I know the pitch. It's right across from the stadium. That's, I know where that one is. And there's one in, in Covington that I said I wanted to go check out. Covington, Kentucky. Uh, that's the one I can't think of the name of. Uh, it's all decked out in uh, FC stuff, too. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, guys, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Go check out Tyler and all the stuff he does. He's a great uh, Bengals fan. He's a great FC fan. And he's pretty all-around good guy. Good guy. I kind of like him. So make sure you guys go check him out. Let's get to the Fisher groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trinipal. TikTok. As I at Iceman 90. I'll be pulling the sound later on tonight and put it up on the podcast. It's on Beanpod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. Leave a comment. So more since fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, my originals. You guys are awesome. I, I couldn't do this without you. So I appreciate every single one of you guys and girls. Uh, but I'm at 2,273 subscribers. That is awesome. Keep subscribing. Keep telling your friends, tell your neighbors about Sports Strawberry Ice. Um, working on getting a website together, I think. I might be doing this. Um, that might be in, in progress there. If I get a website, I can do lots of different stuff. Gives me more options to try to promote the show and things like that. Tomorrow, you guys aren't going to want to miss this show. I have double-checked, triple-checked, confirmed with him. He's actually answering me back pretty daggone quick, so quick. So. 99.99999% that Corey Dillon is going to be on the show tomorrow, along with uh, Big Savage Craig. He's going to be my co-host for the day. we got a lot of interesting stuff. I want to talk about his career, you know, the games he had, you know, how he what how he did what he did behind that horrible offensive line, despite even though Willie Anderson was on there. Willie, you are a Hall of Famer, and you were on that team. Like I said, there's only two guys really – during those years to watch it was Corey Dillon and, and uh, Willie Anderson, but a lot of cool stuff there. Discuss. I like to discuss his ring of honor. I want to discuss why he's not in the hall of fame. Why he's not even considered to be in a hall of fame. Look at his numbers. He deserves to be not only in the Bengals ring of honor, but also the uh, NFL hall of fame. He's going to get in the ring of honor. That's happening. The problem is we have so many other people that should have been in a long time ago. We have a log jam. So that's another thing we could discuss. That you guys think we should go from two to four. I think we should at least go to four a year to try to get some of these guys in there a little faster because what we don't want to happen is we don't want these guys to not be here when they actually get into the ring of honor like ha what happened to Ken Riley. He wasn't here. So that's why four sounds good to me. But anyway, make sure you guys join the show tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, Corey Dunn is one of my favorite Bengals of all time. Other than that, you guys have a wonderful day. I will see you tomorrow. Let's go Reds. Hopefully CES. Hopefully he hits a home run in his first at bat. That would be awesome. Other than that, that's your sports, baby. See ya! Talked about it yesterday. Just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game. Not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. 
Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Then so void in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how to really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gonna happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet that seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Von gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse Bates in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just draft the camera, draft the hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was cause that's the loser way It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eh? It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I best surmise you'll find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seems like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up